This is Samia Bano with Make Change Fun and Easy, podcast to help you create massive positive change in your life and the world. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, satrikal, aloha, hola, buna, ciao, and bonjour. It's really, really awesome to be with you today. And I'm really happy to have a very special guest with us today, um, Beth Hewitt. She is also actually a podcast host at Visualize You. And she's also a spiritual performance coach and a spiritual entrepreneur. I'm so happy to have you with us, Beth. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me, Sammy. I'm really excited for our conversation today. So, yeah, yes. thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so happy you're here. Will you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do before we dig into talking about our primary topic today? Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you captured it at the beginning. So, I'm a podcast host of the Visualize You Show, and that's a show all about sharing those inspirational stories of people who have pivoted and changed direction through life circumstances or through choice and have had the you know the confidence to take that leap of faith to do what's always been calling them Um, and so I share those stories as well as doing some solo shows around visualization and gratitude and positivity and and all of that good stuff Um, and then I'm also a spiritual performance coach so I mainly work with spiritual entrepreneurs who are really looking to get more laser focused in achieving their dreams and aspirations their goal and also to go from feeling unfulfilled to kind of passionately living their their life purpose as well so yeah I love it I absolutely love it and for you what is the connection between the spiritual performance coach work that you do and the visualize you podcast team uh, which is so focused on visualization Uh, what's the connection there I mean the the stories on the podcast inspire people to take that leap and then I'm obviously working with people who have taken that leap to help them to fulfill their dreams. And, you know, for me, they're, they're very much connected because they're very much about me and my also my journey and my story and me feeling unfulfilled and then finally following my passion uh, and purpose and becoming this spiritual entrepreneur myself. So I feel it's very holistically kind of tangled uh, together. Um, and because I focus on visualization, um, I help people create that vision using all of the senses and really feel into what what that looks like when they've achieved their dreams. That is so cool. Thank you for sharing that um, about it. And then you also talked a little bit about gratitude. Can you tell me more? I think I would love to really focus our conversation today on the idea of gratitude. And I know you have a really, really deep and wonderful way of thinking about it and understanding it so tell me more so i mean gratitude for me is the basis of being able to manifest and create and have more of the things that you want in your life because Mm -hmm. if, if you can't appreciate what you already have it's very difficult to appreciate what you might have 
in the future, you know, if we're not quite there. And so I firmly believe that if we have this foundation of gratitude, that we live in that kind of positive vibration, that we're able to attract more of that into our lives. And before you even think about, you know, visualizing or scripting or, you know, journaling and, and making that plan, we need to have that basis of gratitude. Um, so for me, it's a very important, critical foundation. But it's also, I think, for some people, some people do it naturally, or some people might do it around maybe Thanksgiving, if you're in the US, for example, or at the beginning of the year, you know, when you're setting your new intentions for the year. But not everybody does it all of the time, or in those times when we need it the most, when we're going through some difficult times. That's the hardest time to be able to switch that gratitude muscle on. But if you've been practicing it, and if you've been doing it a little bit more, creating it more of a habit then it does start to become a lot more easier when those things come left field as they do in life you know we we get thrown these curveballs or something happens that we just were not expecting and if if we've got that base and grounding of gratitude yes we have to still feel all, all of those emotions and feelings that we're going through when we're ever going through bad things but also we can eventually pull ourselves back to that more positive uh, space as well Mm. yeah that is such an excellent point uh and i mean you actually raised a lot of really excellent points um but one of the things that you mentioned about how sometimes when we're going through the tough times it's more difficult to mm -hmm. use our gratitude muscle and yet that is a really really important time at which to use our gratitude muscle yeah. um but i can definitely relate to that sense of struggle that we can all experience actually being grateful during our down times um and it just made me think about how you know in our muslim tradition i'm a muslim and one of the I would say most commonly taught ideas and even in the way that we speak to each other um, one of the most common expressions that we use is uh, this expression in arabic we say alhamdulillah and in english it basically translates to um, thanks be to god you know you're basically thanking god and it's a sort of way to express gratitude for what we have and the teaching is that no matter what the situation you are in you should be thinking and saying thanks be to god because that even in difficult times and in, in fact especially in difficult times to connect with that sense of gratitude um, is the key oftentimes to helping you begin to make that shift towards yeah. being able to see the solutions and getting back your inner peace and all of that good stuff so for me i have always uh, seen this practice of tapping into our gratitude as a very spiritual practice mm -hmm. um, and so i really appreciate that in your uh, 
practice also, uh, you see that spiritual aspect of practicing gratitude, of the visualization process, and so forth. Um, yeah, and I, I think last time we were talking, you were sharing with me how there's five different levels at which we can practice gratitude. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, well, there's, I see there's kind of five different blocks and, it, and, and, and I think you can really stack them in any order you want, but I kind of, when I talk about it, I yeah. see them in these five different blocks. So the first block for me is when you're first starting out with gratitude is to just look what I call everyday gratitude. Mm. You know, like anything that's in your sphere, your, your current circumstances, whether it's a pen, you know, the ability to have a pen and ink and be able to journal your thoughts or make a to-do list, whether it's, I don't know, tomatoes or something in your fridge so that you can make a, a simple meal, meal for your family or having petrol or uh, diesel in your car to be able to get your family from A to B. You know, these things that we take for granted, we just go about our lives and we just do all of these things day in, day out, and we don't appreciate what we, we already have around us. And if you think how far, you know, through history, you, you only have to look, look back a few centuries to realize that ancestors were in a very different place and yet they were still able to survive. But when you think what we've got today and how much easier we've got it, you know, it's, we, it's easily forgotten when, when we're just going about our day-to-day lives. So the first level for me would be everyday gratitude because I think it's the the basis and the level at which we can go, actually, I've got a, a lot around me already that I can be totally grateful for. So whatever circumstances you find yourself in, it could be I'm happy that I've got a pair of shoes on my feet or that I'm breathing or that I've got somebody to call in an emergency. It could be something as simple as that. Um, and that for me is is the first level of gratitude mm, that is really really awesome thank you for pointing that out because i know a lot of people like really struggle with finding what they can be grateful for um i know there's like different gratitude challenges that i've been through i, I mean challenges in terms of like exercises and practices yeah. to build the gratitude muscle and I know when I first started uh, these kind of practices, I had a very hard time coming up with a list of things I could be grateful for. And I know I wasn't alone in that experience. A lot of people struggle. And so sometimes just looking around at all the stuff that you have, that can be a really easy way um, to begin that process. Awesome. It's the start of it, isn't it? And so, um, yeah, so I run challenges as well. And I like to call them journey. I can't call them gratitude journeys because I feel like it's more of a journey that you go on as you do the days. Yeah. Challenge because challenge is this negative connotation. But I think people know what people know what challenges are, don't they? So I don't, I don't think it's, you know, too far removed from what, what we're doing. But the second level for me is then kind of people experiences and opportunities that you've you've already had in life or you've got currently coming up for you so just recognizing the people that surround you the friendships that you have the networks that you have thinking about the experiences that you've had in the past whether that was to you know gain some qualifications or get a particular job or maybe go on holiday and and see some different cultures that kind of thing and it's starting to remember some of those things uh, people, experiences, and opportunities that we have 
in life that again we might take for granted and we might think oh that was just a bit of luck or yeah I'm not that fortunate you know that could have happened to anybody when actually that might actually have shaped who you are or shaped the journey that you continue to go on or something you do in the future or the advice that and wisdom you're able to share with somebody else we don't see it as empowering as it as it actually is my gosh that another another really awesome awesome point um that that reminds me about this one very specific exercise I learned from my happiness coach uh, where she was like just think back um, and remember the most happy memories that you can and be really grateful for them and she said that is actually one of the fastest way you can get back to feeling happy in your your life and feeling more peaceful and empowered just by thinking of your happy memories from the past and that's exactly what i say when i do visualization with clients Mm. and they're coming up with this new vision that they want to create and it feels so far removed from where they are right now but that feeling that they would have when they have achieved that you know, at some point in the future, if they can link that to an existing memory, like you say, from the past where they had that feeling of joy or abundance or whatever that feeling was, whatever that feeling is for them in that vision, it, it is, like you say, easier to connect and go, actually, I've done that before. I've had that feeling before. I've achieved that level of joy, abundance, whatever. Yeah. I can do it again in the future. And it becomes a lot more easier to connect those dots and go, yes, I can have this in my future. So, yeah. Yeah, and And it just made me think about how also when I was uh, practicing thinking of my happy memories or even when I think about my happy memories now, oftentimes one of the ways it's really helpful is because it will remind me of someone or something that I can actually use as a resource now uh, to help Mm -hmm. me move forward or solve whatever current struggle I might be going through. Yeah, absolutely. So we can we can utilize all of those resources and things from the past, can't we, to mm-hmm. to build a way forward, a path forward from where we are to where we are right now. Um, so the third level is is actually about those unique that uniqueness that we have. You know, our unique voice, mm-hmm. our superpowers, those things that come naturally to us, and that might not necessarily come naturally to somebody else. So whenever people come on my podcast, I always ask them what their superpowers are. And the reason why I ask them that is we forget to pat ourselves on the back. Mm. You know, we just have these things, whether it's being calm, being chaos, or we're intuitive, or, you know, we're good at seeing the bigger picture and helping people solve things, whatever that superpower is for, for you, um, like listeners, whoever that whoever's listening to this right now, those are amazing things to be grateful for because they are so unique to mm. us. What's your superpower, Beth? Um, I would say my superpower is in- intuition, uh, positivity, and calmness. Mm, I love it. Intuition, <laughs> positivity. What are your superpowers? Um, I th- well, I have lots of superpowers. I love to climb. <laughs> of course. I think my favorite superpower that I'm really enjoying these days is just practicing giving and receiving unconditional love Uh, and by unconditional love i mean 
loving myself and loving others just as I am and just as other, someone else may be. So without, you know, uh, ex- with, with, so loving myself with all of my imperfections and all of the darkness that I might have or any of the shadows that I might see in or around me to, to just love myself just as I am and to do that for for others as well because I think that when I am able to receive that kind of love and when I give that kind of love that is most healing for me and it makes me the most happy and feel more 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 at peace so that is the superpower I'm really enjoying uh, practicing these days no, that's a great superpower it's also a great superpower to show other people how to do that within themselves it's like holding a mirror up to people isn't it you know when you're able to love our shadow sides as well as all the other good stuff that we've got going on and feel comfortable in who we are and you know holding that up to somebody else and allowing them to do that as well I think that's, yeah. really, that's a really great superpower oh thank you <laughs> And so the next level, I think we're aware about level four. And I think like level four and three are interchangeable, but would be kind of your skills and the things that you've amassed, whether that's through training or qualifications, or, you know, you've just been working really hard at your craft and you've developed these amazing skills through sheer dedication and all of that. So I think having sight of what our skills are as well is another way to go, actually. I can be grateful for this as well because I can do this pretty good. <laughs> and it's interesting that you drew this distinction between the superpowers that we have that are sort of more associated with our uh, nature, nature or our characteristics, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, versus the skills that we develop that uh, develop more over the course of um, our education and the training that we receive over time and so with with skills it's like okay I can always learn more and develop other new skills so it's not like um, it's not like a static thing and it can always be um, enhanced uh, more over time so it's a very cool distinction to have made yay well, there's a, there is a distinction, but I think there's also the, the interlinked a little bit as well, because say your, say your innate superpower was calmness, mm. but that may have come from living through some, you know, lived experiences where you've had to be resilient. And so you, although you might have been innately calm, that's mm. almost been enhanced and your superpowers enhanced because you've been through those experiences. Yeah. Or you may have gone on a counselling course, for example, and you've learnt more about interacting with other people and resolute you know resolutions to conflicts and that kind of thing so they're they're definitely intertwined i think sometimes we do find it difficult to pull them apart and see them as this so sometimes they're separate and sometimes they're intertwined a little bit but i think that's what makes us unique and who we are and that's so true and it also actually made me think about how sometimes we a lot of times we're motivated to develop skills that are linked to our superpowers because we realize that ah if we develop these skills they will help us to use our superpowers more and we're excited 
like it's awesome to use our superpowers it's like when we use our superpowers it's actually one of the keys to how we are able to create and maintain more mental emotional wellness mm -hmm. uh, in ourselves but then it also made me think about how there are times when we develop skills and maybe develop them to a very uh, high degree but they're not related to our superpowers and now i'm thinking about how for example a lot of times in my indian pakistani culture you know as uh, as part of societal expectations and stuff we're pushed to pursue specific careers um, and the most historically popular ones were become a doctor a lawyer an engineer <laughs> and so you know you, you know so so many of us you know we would um you know go for those pathways and get like spend years and years studying to become doctors or lawyers or engineers and gain quite a high degree of competency even in those fields and the skills that you know you learn in that process but um it and for for so many people it's not their path it's not what really makes them happy to do so yeah. even though they can do it really well <laughs> it's not the best thing them for them to do yeah and that's kind of the that's kind of been my journey is i always knew there was more to life i always knew that there was a path that i was supposed to be on and i couldn't find where that was supposed to be because mm. having gone through the education system there was nothing spiritual about it you know there was nothing to, to talk about gratitude there was nothing about visualization there was nothing about you know the more spiritual aspects of life you don't get taught that school and yet i was thinking but that's who i am where do i fit into yeah. this world and so i would jump from career to career to career trying to find that and that's why today i'm so passionate about helping people who are unfulfilled because they haven't been allowed the space or they haven't had the confidence to do exactly what it is that they yeah. they want to do. Um, I think you're right, there's so many people that have followed a certain path to get certain qualifications because that's what culture tells them or their families or their peers have told them that's the route or teachers, that's what they were supposed to do. But you know inside when you've got that longing, that whisper that's telling you that there's something more, there's something else that you are supposed to do. Yeah. So I think it's acknowledging that we're on that path sometimes and even though we're not doing the thing that we want to do, we can still take a lot of gratitude and appreciation just from being on that journey and what that teaches yeah. us about ourselves. And that can be empowering. It can be flipping things on its head a little bit, you know, even though you might have not enjoyed this path, maybe you've fallen down into depression down somewhere because you were so miserable at, at one point. But actually that's, you can find gratitude and appreciation in that fact that you can share that wisdom with somebody else and allow somebody else not to go down yeah. so it's finding the power in those you know difficult times as well isn't it it's um yeah it's a tricky one but it's possible <laughs> it is and definitely by using our gratitude um muscle in those contexts it's a great way to sort of uh find the find the things that we learned in those challenging times or through uh, whatever that process was like i'm thinking about for example now so many people that 
uh, I've talked to who like especially a lot of the coaches and trainers and healers that have been coming on this podcast and sharing their stories um you know uh, like recently i was talking to a coach who because of societal expectations and all of that kind of stuff because of her her family's insistence that she get a job that she'll be able to make good money at she went and got a corporate job and was uh, working in a, in that corporation or button over a period of time a number of different corporations but anyway she was um doing corporate jobs for like 10-15 years and then finally she was like enough is enough this is like so toxic the environment in the job and she just couldn't take it anymore and so she finally quit and for a while she was like feeling a little lost about what to do with her life but then um, she actually got into coaching because she realized that a lot of what she did enjoy while she was doing these corporate jobs and so forth was this kind of coaching things <laughs> like when she worked with her um uh fellow uh team mem- team members or the people that she was managing and she'd be coaching them and training them and uh, that was something that she really enjoyed and so then she was like oh why don't i you know begin to use that and and become a coach and a trainer now and then she was like okay well who do i coach and who do i train and uh she tried different um people that she tried helping but eventually she realized oh my gosh there are so many people in the corporate world who need help who need coaching and training and uh, because she already had connections in that world and so on and so forth you know she was actually able to begin to specialize in helping people um, who are um, still working in the corporate world Um, you know and so even though so she, so she, by by sort of looking at and being grateful for the good things um in in that experience even though there was a lot of things that were that made her miserable but by focusing on the good things she was able to find a new direction and a new way to sort of uh, still tap into um these resources and skills and tools that she had learned and still be able to um, get some benefit from even the connection mm-hmm. and the relationships that she had built and i think that's it's giving ourselves the time to do that you know we don't give ourselves the time to sit down and plot the highs and lows of our journey oh. down and go actually what are the bits yeah that I can take away from that experience it's a very powerful exercise to do but it's you know, if you find yourself in a place where you're looking back and going, what was, what was all that about? You know, how have I ended up here? Actually just plotting that out and joining those dots can tell us so much about who we are and where we might be going next. <laughs> yeah. And I bet the work you do with visualization um, is part of what helps people or can help people to connect those dots for themselves. Yeah. And sometimes so they'll create this, vision and it just feels so far away from where they are 
now and so you have to you know you have to do the action plan you have to do the steps backwards of how we're going to get there but also you might get that's when those self-limiting beliefs might come up or this sounds like a really good vision but how how is this going to happen you know how am I going to make that happen and so you know we can work on that side of things as well so yeah it's a very enjoyable and interesting process but when you see people's visions light up and these are things that have always been there but they've not given themselves chance to really articulate to anybody else before or write down on paper it's it's quite enlightening i think for for everybody (laughs) when that happens cool so what's uh the fifth way in which we can practice gratitude so the fifth one is really kind of taking all of those different aspects that every day the, the superpowers, the talents and experiences, the people and opportunities that we've had and being able to flick that switch on in those difficult times. So when you find yourself in a difficult situation or where you're feeling down or something bad happens or somebody says something to you and you feel like your world's falling apart for those moments, it's being able to take all of that and, and, and stop and recognise actually out of all of that, is there something that I can take away from that, from this moment that is positive? Oh. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you so much for sharing all of that, Beth. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you would love to share with us right now? Well, I'm running, I am running a uh, visualization, not a visualization, a gratitude uh, journey challenge. I don't know when this podcast goes out, but I do run them at various times in the year. So if it's, you know, if you're listening to it way in the future, you know, I'm sure there'll be other challenges happening. Um, and that's for 28 days, really helping people to understand these principles and just thinking a little, give themselves time to think about what they can be grateful for and giving gratitude every day for 28 days on three different things. Because that's the other thing is we can be grateful for things and then we want to be grateful for the same things as we were grateful for yesterday or the day before that. But we need to expand, you know, our reach yeah. around what we can be grateful for. So we do that, you know, every day for 28 days. And um, it's fun enjoyable and it's amazing how much we've got in common as human beings you know i did this this time last year um well near the end of near to closer to christmas last year and everybody was around a few days after christmas day everybody was really grateful for the new pajamas or the new dressing gown or the you know the new something that they'd got and it just made us all realize that you know underneath it all we like those comforting things or we like a new jumper every now and again <laughs> you know we can be grateful for that kind of stuff as well so it's just nice to be around people who you know appreciate the, their own things as well indeed oh my gosh i just absolutely love love again oh my gosh the idea of expanding our awareness of all the things that we have to be grateful for and so to do that like in terms of Let's do this over a period of 28 days. I absolutely love it. Like three new things to be grateful for for the next 28 days. And to do that in community, that's really wonderful. Because I know for me, if if I was like, oh, I love that idea, I'll do it. But if I try to do it on my own. I'll probably maybe do it for a few days and then fall off. So it's Mm -hmm. really important that um, we have this sense of community support. And I'm sure anyone who participates in this gratitude journey with you will benefit from it so, so, so much. 
Yeah, and I think you benefit from not just my challenge, but you know, just gratitude generally. You benefit on more levels than you would yeah. probably think. Because I think when we do give gratitude, it's a very, very solitude activity that we might do. We might write it down, or we might just say it in our head. We don't, we don't really, really verbalize that. But when you're actually sharing appreciation in a community with other people, mm. you also start to share appreciation around your home or where you go into your own local communities or in the shops. And you realize that the more appreciation you're giving out, more people are giving it back to you and you start to receive yeah. more than at the beginning of the of this um this this show I talked about that being the gratitude being the basis for being able to manifest and create and receive things into your life and you can see it in action because as you're outwardly appreciating things and talking about it not just in your head but to other people you, you can see that flow of appreciation and love coming back to you as well so it's very powerful and it, you can you can see it physically happening around you in you know within your your home yeah. and the relationships you have so very powerful it is and I, I know another really wonderful thing that happens when we're sharing things that we're grateful for with other people is that when I hear you share things that you're grateful for it reminds me of even more things that I have to be grateful for because I'm like yeah. oh yeah that's right yeah. I have that to be grateful for too <laughs> and so then my awareness like expand even more than if I just mm -hmm. focus in on thinking of three things by myself on my own. It's so funny. Last time, everyone started being appreciative for their, you know, their cats and dogs. And by the end of it, everybody knew everybody the names of all of the other pets of everybody else in the community. And so it just it just expanded out from people to animals. Yeah, well. it was really fun. So it's it's a lovely thing to do, and I'm sure people when they get into it we'll, we'll see the real benefits of it so indeed. all right so on that very positive happy note of being gra grateful and practicing our gratitude we'll go ahead and wrap up for today and i'll encourage everyone to check the show notes because we're going to add uh, bets links in there so you can connect with her and if she has a gratitude challenge uh, or rather gratitude journey happening right now jump in and join it and um, yeah until we connect next time I wish you lots and lots of peace and joy